Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about a hungry tycoon of the night? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to a Yento interlude. Why, hello, Kelsey. A good evening, Robert. A good evening in the middle of the day. It is the middle of the day. We are not going outside because we are vampires. Okay. Totally off the topic question. I need you to tell okay. me how to say this word. I have to type this in. Vampire? No. How do you say this? Because it's another creature. We know I like my creatures. A creature. How do you say this one? Dampire. Dampire? Dump- Dampier? Yeah, like, how do you say this? What is that? D-H-A-M-P-I-R. That is a vampire on one side of the parents and then a human on the other parents. So it's... Oh. It's a, like, hybrid offspring. I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. I mean, I knew of that. Dampier. But I've never called it that. Is that, like, what the the baby in Twilight is? (laughs) No, because they're both vampires at that oh. point okay wait no i thought that wait no, she's yes. like a, that's, no no what? no <laughs> no 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 yes because she's like <laughs> sick when she's pregnant that's she's right so gross looking i think she's not yet spine snaps in half or something i've not seen twilight i don't remember i mean i've seen that one once so i don't remember so i guess so i mean for me the big one is um castlevania actually oh which we've okay. been talking about yeah um Alucard, Dracula's son, his mom is a human. <laughs> what a fucking flex to name your kid your name but backwards. No shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and for it to sound cool even, like, man. A- Alucard sounds so dope. It's a good name. Much yeah. better than Yes Luck. Um, hold on. What am I doing? Oh, pronunciation. Tree-bor. I'm trying to get how to say this. Okay, Tree-bor it is. And yes Luck. Dampier. Okay. Dampier? Dampier or Dampier? Because the H Dampier. is throwing me. Dampier. Okay, Dampier. I knew it wasn't Ire. Like, I knew it wasn't like vampire. Like, Dampire, mm. you know? Yeah. I knew it wasn't ear, but I was like, is it Dampier? Like, Dampier? yeah, yeah. What do you do with that H? Okay, so it's just Dampier, <laughs> right? <laughs> if this was a regular episode, we would call it, what do you do with that H? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But anyway... But it's not a regular episode. It's all an interlude. This, all this Dracula talk just to say we <laughs> finally got on the bus with everybody yes. else in the Discord. Mm-hmm. And now we have both seen The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yes. I watched it like right after everybody else did because they kind of had their reviews. And I was like, I got to prove these wrong. Like, yeah. I got to prove these wrong. So I watched it pretty much then. And then we decided to do an interlude with it. So mm-hmm. now now we got ready for that. I'm not going to prove them wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I I like this movie. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like this is a solid but movie. But I don't like this movie. Yeah. Does that like, make sense? I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it again. It's not a horror movie that I'm like, oh, oh that was like life changing and I loved it. Like Absolutely not. 100%. I didn't come out of this one smiling and excited. Give me your rating now. I would give it. Oh. I feel like you're going to go lower than me now. I don't want to be mean to this movie because I did have a good time with it. And I generally, if I have a good time with the movie, I like to give it a seven. But <laughs> okay. I had, I mean, I did. Uh, I'm at a I seven wonder, because okay. it is, it was enjoyable. Yeah. But I wasn't excited. Like I can't. Yes. There are moments in it that I love greatly. And then the rest of it is absolutely forgettable. Yes. Yes. So those few moments keep me at the seven. And I kind of wonder like, would I have felt different if I saw it in theaters versus at home? I think I would have found it worse in the theater. Maybe. Yeah. Because at home I have free reign to leave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly so you get to kind of choose to like oh i will give you the chance you know yeah it just it, it has sing. such a good premise yes it, it, okay cast so is surprisingly solid fucking good cast this uh but the events are lackluster yeah yeah they could have done more with it i think is the thing so yeah. like this is actually my favorite chapter of the book dracula it's um based on the chapter the captain's log yeah and it's just like this captain's log that they find on a ship that is washed up on the shore much like the beginning of the film and it tells the story of like what the fuck happened on it and it is so well written like the way it unfolds is really entrancing like yeah there's there's moments in i I love a log i love like a day-by-day breakdown (laughs) of like this is stuff that's going on and the way it starts, it's just like so normal. And then they're like, we found like a weird piece of cargo in the cargo hold. And then it's like, today was normal. I ate salted meat. <laughs> and then the next day is like somebody fucking disappeared. And we don't know why or how. And it's getting weird. And we're all yeah. a little bit scared. And it just like slowly devolves into that kind of madness. And I really enjoy something like that, you know, like a, yeah. not an unreliable narrator per se, but like a, like, I imagine finding that log and being like, could this happen? Did this happen? You know? Yeah. I love that shit. Okay. This movie did have a lot of tropes that I really, really love. Like, the captain going down with the ship. That always makes me emotional for some reason. Okay. And the... Okay, so first of all, the captain, Sir Davos Seaworth. Fucking Game of Thrones legend right there. I love that guy. Guess what? what? He's in Castlevania. Is he really? Yeah. I love, what's his name? Liam Cunningham, I think. Yeah. He's amazing. He's such a good actor. And the way he like brought that performance to this sad grandpa captain, I was, I was Dude, in it. his voice. His like, voice, I could sleep to it. His voice is so good. Mm-hmm. And then like, I pull him up and I'm like, I don't know him from anything. I really only know him from Game of Thrones, honestly. And I knew him from Castlevania. Like, yeah. Because he's like the main character in that with that oh, good shit. ass voice, you know. Okay, in the oh, cartoon, yeah. like he, oh, he yeah. does the voiceover. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, he's like the lead man, and it's good because of him. He carries mm. that show, man. Yeah, I bet. 
Oh, what a good voice. <laughs> and, you know, having only known his voice before, solid acting chops. So there's parts in this yes. where I'm like, you're good, dude. I believe that man. Like, everything oh, he does yeah. and says, I'm just like, I'm bought into it. He embodies the character. He knows what he's bringing to the table. I want to say he's a theater actor. I feel like he's classically oh, trained. probably. Like, he is just... Let's see. He's got the chops, you know? Look at his face. He's just I a know. good-looking dude. He really is. And, like, the, he brings the mutton chops. I love that. No, he is, he is like a film actor, mm-hmm. man. He does not do a he's lot got, of theater. He's got stage presence, I think, is what it is. Yeah, he does. I've seen he could like, do theater. None of his movies. <laughs> I think that's I was crazy. surprised at the I was surprised at the amount of horror movies in his catalog. It was more than yeah. I thought it was going to be. How do we want to go into this? Because I don't know that we want to go you know, retell the plot. No, we don't need to do a plot review. I mean but it's maybe Dracula. we talk like the parts we like. Cause like there's things in this that I really enjoyed yeah. for the things that I didn't, you know? So in comparing it to like the book version, it is different. It's a different ending because in the, in the book, like nobody survives and Dracula just makes it to shore. Can I tell you how much the ending of this movie rubbed me the wrong way? And that's part me of why I don't too. like it. Yes, I didn't like the ending. <laughs> Why did it have to turn into like, and now it's my mission to continue to chase him? <laughs> Why? I I feel like they're setting Why? up for a potential sequel. They were like, what if we did another one? Don't do that. I know. Because this could have been a great standalone movie. Do you know how this movie left me? Do you know what I did when this movie went off? Did you throw up your hands and roll your eyes? Because I did. No, I said, I want to watch fucking good Dracula. And I immediately <laughs> turned on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, my God. The good movie. <laughs> you right. know, Because I was like, this is a tiny part of that story. And frankly, now I just want to see that story. I want to see the Dracula story. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's what you're saying. Because it's like. It could have been such a good one-off, which means you could like it alone. But the way that it works makes you feel incomplete that you want the rest of it. Yeah, that's This exactly could it. have been perfect, that whole, like... Because this part isn't in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because, of course, that, that whole part of the ship happens out of our, out of our view, as it yeah. does in the book. We get an insight to what somebody else went through, but we don't get to see it. Exactly. And so since this is showing that, it could be so great. But now it's like, well, but what's the rest of it? Like, now I want to know what the what the crates are going to do when they get where they're going. Like, I cared more about the after than what happened here. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they made him such a monster. They did. That's that actually I, one thing I didn't that like I liked. That. Oh, I love it. So one of my things, like every everything you see about Dracula that's portrayed in media, you don't see like most media is like Ooh, vampire sexy. They bite the neck, but yeah. like this shows like the feral animalistic Dracula who rips open your throat to feed on it and then tosses your corpse into well, the no, ocean. Like, that's what I like. Yeah. I, I don't like how he would, there's like a part like, like when he chases the, the cook, on his boat when he escapes and then yeah. like he just like smiles at him and stuff. I, I was liked like, that. I was like, I don't buy that. 
Oh, like, man. I don't buy that from Dracula because he is such a calculating man. He was like toying with his prey, though. That's what I liked. And the guy's like praying to himself, trying know. to keep him out. And he's repeating the prayers back from the fog. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking good. Like most of the parts where he was doing that stuff, it rubbed me wrong. Hmm. I, okay. Yeah. See, so that's the difference we had because I didn't yeah. dig that. Actually, all the stuff I digged were the people. Actually, what I dug was. And see, that's contradictory to myself. Like the thing that I don't like is something that he doesn't normally do. Okay. I liked how he bit the one guy and like kind of took him over. Yeah. And that had was him weird. like working for him. Yeah. I did like that kind of, but only because of like how it, it ended with like. I'm kind of a sucker for when, like, the people get stuck in the sun. Yeah. And then they just, like, go through the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a good part of this movie, you know? That was good, yeah. Like, what I didn't like about the scenes where they burst into flames, because it happens a couple times, they yeah. uh, they shoot the guy to put him out of his misery as he's, like, burning to death. But, like, you can't shoot a vampire unless you have a specific bullet, right? Like, is it silver bullets for vampires or is that werewolves? That's werewolves. Yeah. So, like, what are you... Are you shooting a wooden stake? Well, like, but he wasn't a full vampire yet because usually there's the whole rules on, like, it's got to be your first, which sounds a little werewolfy, but it's like you got to have a, a first full moon post-bite before it takes effect or it's like you got to have, like, your first feeding before it, like, yeah. cements itself. And he didn't get to do that. So, I think he was in the in-between Okay. You know. Stuck like Guillermo. Yeah. Maybe that's just this guy's work. Because this is made by Andre Overdahl, who did yeah. um, The Autopsy of Jane Autopsy Doe. Jane Doe, yeah. I think, like, there's a lot of... Like, he knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't tell you, ever. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt about this movie, too. I was like, this has the same quiet contemplation vibe. Like they're yeah, it's it's very like methodical and things are happening in the movie, but like I'm not bought in and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like I'm supposed to figure this movie out on my own. Yeah, later, you know, the movie's yeah. not really telling me. But like with this one, there was much less to like quote unquote figure out than there was with the autopsy of Jane Doe. I think because there's no True. real mystery with this one. It was just like yeah, that's Dracula and yeah, he could be he'd be killing. Yeah. So, uh, I did want to tell you this because I just found it out before we got on. So this movie had a budget of forty-five million. Wow. Okay. And as a box office bomb. Oh my god! I kind of figured it didn't even make half. Oh shit! It made like twenty-one million that in the sucks. box office. Now, granted, I mean, it was during the like peak of every movie on the face of the planet coming out at the same time. Yeah, and I think this one like kind of suffered from a lack of marketing because I only saw one preview for it like the week yeah. before it released. So mm. I, and I also think that their previews could have done a lot better than what they did. I think if they hadn't fucking told us that it was Dracula, if they hadn't yes. shown him or had the girl go in my land, we call him Dracula. Dracula. If they would have <laughs> kept that mystery because then, Oh shit. I've read Dracula. That's the Demeter. Oh my god! Yeah. Boom! I'm instantly excited as yes. the as the book nerd, right? 
Mm-hmm. Then you go to somebody that doesn't know what it is. You're like, what's going to happen on this boat? Like, what do, you, what do you mean it doesn't make it back? Like, yeah, if they'd have put the mystery back into it, I think. Yes. I think it would have made people want to see it more. But we all go. It's part of Dracula. Like, it's not all of Dracula. People would be like, well, then why do I want to see this part? You yeah. know, I don't know. I think they marketed it and pushed push the majority away they only brought in like you and me like we already knew dracula and we're like but i want to see this part like i know this part's not there exactly to me yeah i think that they really could have made more of a a spectacle of the marketing like what's happening on the ship why are the people disappearing like is it a cthulhu thing is it going to be like a supernatural thing or is it just like the ship is cursed is there a ghost is it just a real story where people are being thrown overboard you should have given us the mystery because as soon as they said that I was like, well, as soon as I saw the name, I was like, I think that's the Dracula movie. Yeah, I guess. Then I saw my first trailer and they said it. And I was like, oh, well, like you told me. Not only did they say it directly in the trailer, they show you Dracula killing and feeding. I know. Like I didn't want that. I hate the way that horror movies are being marketed now. Like they just show you the monster. Like, of course I want to see the monster, but I want to pay for the ticket to see the monster. I want the anticipation. And that's another thing that this movie didn't deliver on for me is like, there was no lead up and no build up. Like, Oh, what the fuck is this monster? What could it be? What could he possibly look like? You just, you see him in all of his glory. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. Was he in your mind like super weakened and as he fed slowly like gaining power and gaining strength. buffness and shit? Like he yeah. was becoming more strong. More cool. Yeah. I uh, Which I don't I understand like. that either. Well, so I mean he was in a weakened state because he had to be traveling for a pretty long time. Like this wasn't the only ship in his journey. He was in that crate for a while. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that he was in the crate for for some time, and then like he had to ration. Like they discussed that in the movie too, how he was yeah. feeding slowly off of Anna and keeping her alive so that he could do that until he had you know a certain amount of days left, and then he was gonna like eat a sailor a day before he got to port. <laughs> but like fucking one person, and you had th- maybe two ships before you got to England, man. Like that was not a wise ration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With his like 13 casks of fucking dirt, <laughs> you could have brought two people, three people. Yeah. What were they hauling all that dirt for? Like, that was a weird part of it to me. Because he has to sleep on the soil of his birth. Okay. Like, like oh, that's, yeah. That's a vampire thing. That's a Dracula rule. Okay. Well, that's like a legit Dracula rule. And then as vampires have gone on, that's not even like we don't do that anymore because that's pretty limiting for a rule to have fun stories you know yeah they do bring it up in um, what we do in the shadows and each one of the vampires has like a little vial of their own home dirt and See, that's cool it's funny because like there comes a point where like one of them loses it or drops it or something so they have to like go get a vial of dirt from that country but that country no longer exists because he's like hundreds of years old Fuck. <laughs> so there's like a whole storyline about it it's really good i love that show that is that yeah, is I should okay watch that show <laughs> It's one of the best modern tellings of vampires. I, I cannot tell you enough how good that show is. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. I like that it has some of the rules. It's still very the the Dracula story, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't I don't see him. And maybe that's just a me thing cuz like you're saying like you like that. Like I don't when I think of Dracula, I don't think of like a feral creature thing. 
because hmm. he was always like a pretty like suave guy. Yeah. And just like sold himself for love. You know? Yeah. I it's there's kind of like two camps of vampires, you know, like there is yeah. the the like you said, the suave dude, Dracula, and then the the more monstrous side that we don't get to see a whole lot, I don't think. Yeah. Especially in modern retellings. Like everyone's very focused on like, ooh, vampires are so alluring and stuff. You know and I, I want the more like vampires are scary and they're going to fuck you up in the night. That's why the Van Helsing one works so good. He's a perfect blend. Okay. Because like, do you remember that movie like that well? With Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. I remember Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> That's about it. You remember Hugh Jackman? Because I, I just as turned on by him. <laughs> Dude, my favorite Dracula is the one from that movie. Shit, okay. Hands down. He is my all-time favorite Dracula. Hmm. And he's probably what you would like because he's still the suave guy, but, like, he can lose his temper and, like, kind of, like, bug out a little bit, you know? Okay. So he's got that bad side, but he controls it. And then presents this way, you know. Okay. But he can be the other if he really needs to, you know. Hmm. All right. He's my favorite Dracula. He's so good, dude. I might have to rewatch that movie. It's been a very oh, long time. Van Helsing's a boss. Oh. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, but one thing I did love. So back on the creature like reveal part, the the one thing they did well with with the creature reveal is that at the end they they were like oh shit he's got wings and then there was that like big final battle where he was flying around and stuff yeah. it's like that's good because now we get to see the creature like in his most powerful form and yeah i wish they had done more of that like them learning new things about him or seeing new parts of him and also we have to fucking take our hats off to javier botet who did the the creature role for this like that dude is a monster <laughs> he is like i love photos of him because he's just He's built different. <laughs> and yeah. he's, he's like cool every movie monster. Yeah. I when I was watching this, I was like, I'm getting big like wreck vibes from this thing. And that's because Javier Botet was the creature in wreck. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just love this guy. And I he's truly a masterful performer when it comes to creature performances. Dude, he even did Slender Man. Yes, How he is Slender Man. Like, look at him. His fingers. I know. <laughs> his arms. I felt like he'd been in more and he really hasn't. His like, I know. I list is pretty his... short. Yeah, it is. I was looking through it being... He also played Mama, which I was yep. like, oh, okay. He's Mama. He's Mama. Still need you to see Crimson Peak. He's three people in that. Just three oh, monsters. Shit. I still can't wait for the, for the Crooked Man. Oh, when he When's finally gets to make man? that movie. That's from The Conjuring movies oh yeah okay he's just like a little side thing but they were gonna spin it off into its own like they did the nun and all that stuff mm. and it hasn't happened yet but i have been dying for the crooked man okay there was a crooked man who had a crooked house oh he's so creepy so he i was just looking at his wikipedia he's got this thing called marfan syndrome and it's like a genetic okay. disorder that affects your connective tissue so he's got like super Long arms, legs, fingers, toes, and he's abnormally flexible. And that is kind of what gives him this what a extreme cool build. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's six seven and he weighs a hundred and twenty three pounds. I bet like, he is so interesting to talk to, you know? I know. Yeah. He he does look like a really just a cool guy. He's like, Yeah, you know, I just 
just play monsters. And he's <laughs> look at his face. He's probably the nicest man of all time. I know he's got a sweet little face on him. Dude, the he guy that plays um, Art the Clown from the Terrifier movies, uh-huh. sweetest dude ever. <laughs> We've talked about this before too. How like people that get involved in horror are generally a very just gentle, they're a happy type sort. of people. <laughs> they're very happy people, and I yeah. love that. It's because horror lets us kind of act out and experience the darkest of our thoughts and gets them yes. out of the head and into the world. So those people are more at peace in themselves because they're like, yeah, like yeah. mama is out of my head. She exists in the world now. But that's also what I love about horror. It is some of the most human stories. Yes. Because what I was going to say, the the people were my favorite parts. Like I loved they were sitting around at the table telling their dreams and stuff, like what they uh-huh. wanted to do with the money. I loved that scene. I thought it was that so was really good, good how he's just like, I just want the world to be like fair and normal. Like, mm-hmm. I just want people to see the world, you know? And, and the I one wanna... guy's like, I want to go to a whorehouse. And the kid's I know. like, I know what that is. You pay ladies to take off the knickers. And then you just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I love Toby. Toby was so I did cool. Too. He was my favorite part of the movie, honestly. And watching him, like I knew going into it, I was like, I'm going to have to watch this kid die. And I'm going to have to yeah. watch this dog die. <laughs> and it sucked the whole time. But So can we talk about Toby's part? Because that, yes. that was the last scene that I was like really invested in. Same. I loved that whole part because of Oh, Grandpa Captain, man. Yes, he's Captain Grandpa. Captain Grandpa. He moved. We can't. Oh, God. (gasps) I was like, because, you know, you can't let go of him. You know, like, that's that's the human shit that's in horror. Like, he can't let him go. Yeah. And then I was like, he's not really going to be a vampire, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the audience at that point is like. Is he just experiencing a big emotion because of grief? Yeah. Or is Toby actually alive in there and we're about to see him do a whole crazy vampire thing? I was genuinely like, I don't know. Yeah, same. It was a really well-crafted scene. I mean, even Toby's like being bit scene was really good too. I feel like they went hard on the cinematography for that one because... yeah. The, there's a scene where Dracula is like coming over this big hole in the floor or something and is like going to reach down to get him and the way the camera pans across him and then like pans down to Toby and you see him looking up it was yeah. so dramatic and good really I made did want to say this too the scene from us having watched uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe you uh-huh. know, uh, that podcast movement right yes this movie so fucking beautifully made like this looks like a fucking like top doll for 45 million that's not yeah. a lot for most movies no it's not and, they and it did, looks like just as good they did a good it's job better. with what they had to work with yeah yeah oh this movie looks fun i loved the look and feel of this movie yeah it did have a, a really good feel to it yeah. they I did a very light hand with the CGI, which was appreciated. Like yeah. they did the fog and the mist. And I think they probably enhanced Javier a little bit, but um, for as far as like blood spurting and stuff go, I think they kept most of that practical. Yeah. So that was, that was good. You were talking about the blood. I'm going to backtrack a little bit on myself. Okay. Because I did love when he would feed on people and how just like, yeah. just, <laughs> just like yeah. crazy it was like it was feral 
Yeah, there's the guy that's like out on the 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 dock deck, whatever, you know, and he's like uh-huh. walking around and he just like swings by real quick and like slashes his throat. Yeah. And then he's just like laying there like, what the fuck happened to me? And then this yeah. thing just comes up and just starts going to town. It was so horrifying. <laughs> yes. It was really like, that's the first feeding you see too. So it's very like, yeah. oh shit, this is happening. And the way he like grabs his face and his eye is popping out between yes. his fingers and stuff. I was like, yes. oh my God, that could have been a poster for the movie. Like it could be the inside of the Blu-ray, you know? Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah. solid. That's good. It is. Man, that would be a good poster. The posters for this movie went so fucking hard, though. Like, they did. we talked about them in Friday Roundup, and they were delicious. Like, they really did good posters for this one. If yeah. the commercials had been half as good as the posters, people would have posters don't really movie. say a lot. I yeah. mean, there are the few that straight up do, like the one that's on the Wikipedia page here. It's the one where Dracula's just sitting on the, the bow of the, the ship, you know, and it's like, yeah. okay, we get it. Yeah. You know? But the one where it's just like the ship is going by and there's like a trail of dead bodies and cargo mm-hmm. in its wake. If that was the only poster they did and if they didn't show Dracula in the commercials or say Dracula. Yeah. I don't know if they're legally required to do that because it is like a Dracula story. But, but why? Like his yeah. name's going to be in the movie. It doesn't I know. have to be in the trailer. You know. Yeah, it was. Uh, could have been so much better. <laughs> but I will say the beginning of this movie I loved the whole like when they're putting like the crates on the ship and you can mm-hmm. see the people that delivered it. And one of the parts that really got me, I love when like they're like, we got to go. Like it's almost night. And they're like, no, we paid for you to put this on the boat. And he's like, no, we're leaving. And here's money. And mm-hmm. they leave. And he goes, this is more than I paid them to deliver this stuff here. <laughs> that shows a lot. You know, yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God, like these people fucking know. Yeah. And they got to go. This movie is it's got good. Like I have way more good than bad to say. Yeah. It's like, just I, that ending is a huge mark against yeah. the whole thing. I think a seven is a fair rating. Like I might dock it to a six point five just because of the ending. Because it just it made me sad. I'm going to just, I'm just going to leave it at a solid seven, meaning you should, not you should, but like, if you watched it, have a fun time, you know? Yeah. Um, one thing that I loved more than anything else in this movie, I, like we're talking about the character stories, the two main people you have, um, what's his name? Search the sea. Corey. Clemens. What's Clemens. Yeah. You have Clemens and you have Anna. Yeah. And what a duo. Like, they are awesome together. They have great on-screen chemistry. There's no, like, love story that's evolved. It's just, like, two hardcore people ready to fight a vampire to the death, and they're going to do what it takes. Oh, man. Okay. So she gets pulled out of the crate, right? Uh Uh-huh. And she gets cured of her. Because I was like, wouldn't she, after being fed on, be like everyone else at, like, half turns, you know? Yeah. But I guess technically she got cured from the blood transfusion. I think they delayed the process by the blood or transfusion. Something. Because at, at the end of the movie, she yeah. does end up doing the thing. Taylor straight up goes, how does he know he can put his blood in her? And I'm like, dude, this is old timey shit. We didn't know about blood types yet. Like, he's probably just thinking like, yeah, it, it might work. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did. They balanced the humors, you know, like she needs more blood. 
Her her blood is low. Her bile is high. I don't yeah. know. Taylor was like, that's not... Su- no, you can't... What if you're AB? What if she's not... What are you going to do? And I was like, I don't think they cared <laughs> back then. Yeah. It was just like, get the blood in her. Blood makes her better. Yeah. I mean, we used to put leeches on people. Get the blood out, you know? Yeah. Sometimes what did you we know? Too much blood. Yeah. She was pretty dope. And I actually was very, very sad at the end when she... You know, flo- burst flo- into flames. Yeah, floated off on her own. I was what like, a beautiful shot, yeah. though. Like her just this sitting movie, there on that beautiful. little, yeah, that little piece of driftwood, like watching the sunrise and then bursting into flames. And they zoom out, and you yeah. see that gorgeous sunrise, and then just her corpse in the foreground. I was like, damn, that's some shit. Like, there's a lot about it that's just so right and so yeah. good. And they do so many good tropes, like the way that she was linked with the monster because of how he's been feeding on her. Oh, yeah. I loved that, too. Like, he can sense her and she can sense him and they're connected in that way. Like, they're soul bound and she knows his next move and shit. So they're, like, playing 3D chess trying to, you know, figure out how to kill him. I just love that. You know what this movie is making me think? What? We need more vampire stuff. Vampire stuff was so big. It was. And then it died real hard. You know? Yeah. I think, like, the rise and fall of Twilight saw a, like, we had a huge spike in vampire stuff. And Twilight came shortly after, like, Van Helsing and uh, Underworld and Blade. Like, there was a lot of good, hardcore vampire movies. I've never seen Blade. I've seen, like, half of it, I think. (laughs) Do you know that's a Marvel movie? It is? Blade's a Marvel character. Oh, shit. Okay. And so see, you've got half a superhero movie in there somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, um, there was there was a really good, like, gritty Dracula yeah, right. era that we had. And then Twilight came in and it was like, new vampires. Yeah, this is good. And everyone got really bought into Twilight. But then there were also people that were like, Twilight sucks. And I think that kind of killed yeah. the vampire industry for a little bit. You know but what I want? Because I already know what I want, and I already had it. But like, what do you want? I need like a Fright Night again, man. Fright Night, yeah. We need more. Fright Night's solid. Fright Night's so fucking good. We need more like monster movies. Yes. I want more monster movies. <laughs> like Dracula is a monster. I, I, we need Dracula. We need Wolfman. We need Swamp Creature. Like we want, we want monsters. Can I get? trilogies because what i want i don't want a monster movie where they just come in wreak havoc and move on yeah i'm ready for like some vampire education like yeah what are the rules where you know he he has to be invited into your house like Mm -hmm. all those technicalities that come with the monsters yes that's what makes monsters fun i want to start seeing that shit again because like right we don't get any there's almost no like we don't even really talk about the dirt that he has and that's a good rule yeah it is i mean it's not a good rule as in like i wish every monster had a thing like that i just mean like how unique to this specific one you know but what I, mean? I do wish every monster had a thing like that like i think every monster could benefit from having like that's what make horror movies fun just having a series of rules that the characters have to follow and if they yeah. don't follow them they die and we as the audience yeah. know what those rules are and they as the actual people in the movie don't yeah it makes it exciting for people in the audience. I want fucking rules again, man. Give me the laws. Give me yeah. things. I want structure. So, un- and not quite, I mean, it's not quite at all. It's 
uh, werewolf movie, we were starting to watch some like spooky movies for spooky season, right? Uh huh. And I was like, "What monster do you want?" And we settled on werewolves because Taylor was like, "I haven't okay. seen any werewolf movies really." You gotta watch Cursed. You know? Oh my God, please watch Cursed. That was on there. Yes. I had Cursed. There was another C one. No. Then we had The Howling. I think I've seen that. Oh, have you seen Ginger Snaps? No, and I think I have Fucking Ginger Snaps. Solid. That's a good movie too. But then it's a good like coming of age tale. So we had three, and we like rolled a d twenty, and you know got what we got. <laughs> okay. And so we watched an American Werewolf in Paris. Nice. Or okay. An American Werewolf in London, the one that like started the special effects category at the Oscars, right? Oh shit! All right. Weird fucking movie, but it had rules. Yeah. And I dug I've that. I've seen that one since like pff, what. 2000 it's, it's an older one right that that that's from 1981 yeah that's an old movie i remember so watching movie. it as it a was kid pretty good though i i i think i'm gonna want the howling more i think that's more what i'm looking for hmm. but we'll see but cursed is on the list as well but like that one was different because it was just kind of like it's there and you see the rules at play and there yeah. were people that like knew the rules but were like they wanted to deny that this evil could exist in the world. So they were holding these rules from other people and then like just trying to deny mm. that it was there. Okay. And I was like, that's what I, yeah, like this. I want this. Yeah. I want like, maybe I just want like a Van Helsing set of movies where like he's off like trying to destroy the next type of monster or something. And we just learn about different monsters and him getting the rules utilizing the rules against them maybe yeah. that's what i want is a series of van helsing kill all monsters <laughs> movies i think what you want is um supernatural <laughs> really yeah cw is supernatural i mean that's kind of what that maybe. show is about okay. you get a new monster and then they talk about like they research it and they're like okay so we have to do this to kill it and these are the rules about it and then they go in and they do it and that's, well, that's exactly what i want then monster maybe i'm week, starting supernatural <laughs> maybe you are because i've <laughs> I mean, never you... seen one it's a show. I was so into Supernatural for a very long time. And then Everyone I was like, was. actually, I don't want this. Do you know why I haven't watched it? Because it was so popular and you're nope. so contrary. We watched the first one and I was like, that was solid. And then Taylor watched five seasons by oh the next God. morning. And I was like, well, I'm out. All right. Like, you're not going to be five seasons ahead of me and I'm trying to catch up or some shit, you know? Yeah. So I didn't watch it. Hmm. but maybe that is what i want you should watch at least the first few seasons because the first few seasons yeah. they do that monster of the week formula and it's good stuff and there's like brotherhood things which i know get to you it's just very okay. it's, it's a solid show there's moments in the show too where they were like we're maybe gonna get canceled so they like make a false ending but then they like yeah. have to come back and re-up because they got renewed so they got good stories in that show now i just want to watch bram stoker's dracula and van helsing yeah. Like, this movie's good at making you want to watch other movies that give you what this one didn't. Yeah, like, this one leaves a bit of a hole, and it's like, what can I do to fill that? Yeah, you, like, ate the appetizer, which is this, and you're like, but where's the meal? Where's the yeah. food? Still hungry. I want more. And this movie mm -hmm. does not give it. Yeah. And all we said were good things. I know. That's the yeah. problem. That is the problem, because, I mean... That's why I'm mad is because this was a good movie and yes. I wanted, 
I wanted to I wanted to like it so bad because I love this story. I love these characters. I love the setting. I love a bottle setting. You know, the characters are trapped oh, on a that. ship yeah. at sea. It's very much it's kind of like Alien in that respect. You know, like there's yeah. a monster that is coming at them and they are trapped in this location. They can't. Ooh. There's no way for them to get out. Let me throw That's, this out there, too. Yes. What do you think about the ship knock thing? Ooh, that was good. I like that. Beautifully utilized. I love yes. that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect for this type of setting. Yeah. It's that way to signal the danger. I wish I could have seen this in surround sound because there's a part where they're mm-hmm. like under the deck and they hear someone doing the knock. I would have loved mm-hmm. to like hear that. Come from below. In the way they would, you know. That'd be neat. Yeah. Forgot what I was going to say about this now. Oh, I think I don't want to say it now because it like puts like a time limit on me. But I feel like this is going to be like the autopsy of Jane Doe. Give me a couple years and thinking about it. And then one day I'm going to be like, this is actually very brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually the best vampire movie. Maybe we'll come around on it. I don't know. Like, like we're saying, it's not a bad movie. Both of us enjoyed our time with it. There were times when it was like slow and not really engaging, I guess, which maybe that's another reason why I'm knocking it so hard. It's because I did feel like, I could multitask while watching this movie and not miss much. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like I did. And actually we, we watched it twice almost because we oh. started it, didn't finish it because Taylor was not that into it. And then we came back to it and then finished it. Okay. I mean, we rewatched it again because we kind of didn't remember what had happened in the first like half. Yeah. But like it took me two tries to watch it even so <laughs> that should tell you right there it yeah it's not engaging and that's very true it's not engaging yeah it was also like over two hours and it didn't deserve to be i think there I wasn't think that's enough, why it's like, not engaging it's it's got yeah. a lot of downtime there wasn't a lot of suspense building and stuff there is uh, yeah I like the downtime because I, that's kind of how it would be on the ship, you know, like in the, in the Demeter's actual log, there's stuff where like, you know, today was kind of a normal day. And I think I wanted more of that. I wanted them to be like, maybe the danger's over and feel like they were fine. And then like start to feel normal again. And then the thing yeah. attacks. Cause we never got that. We pretty much were like, who the fuck's this girl? Take care mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. And like, we were way more focused on her than the feeling on the ship as a whole. Yeah, and she's not in the book. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. So maybe that, yeah. So see, we tried to, like, add something, and it took away. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. I mean, she was a solid character, though. The way that the guys were all just, like, knocking on the door, like, Toby, Toby. And she's like, move the fuck out of the way. Gets a shotgun, blasts it open. She was a hardcore lady. Yeah, she was badass. Which is always good. And the guy at the end, uh, Carson. What's his name? Not Carson. Clemens. Clemens, Jesus, why can't I remember Clemens? I don't know. <laughs> he also, by the way, was uh, Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. I was like, okay. hell yeah, Dr. Dre, fucking shoot that vampire. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so at the end when he's like, I don't really like guns. I've never been a fan, and but I want you to have this. He turns around, she's fucking cocking a shotgun. She's like, I'm ready. It's fine. All right, I'll take the noisy cricket. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I, I had more to say about this movie. Like, I... Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. Like, Yeah. Which watch sucks. It. Watch, <laughs> watch it. it. But If you like vampire movies, yeah, this is going to tickle something within you. But see, now we, 
so we actually didn't watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. I just wanted to, and I turned it on, and we didn't watch it. But I was okay. trying to sell Taylor on it, and I was like, it's so much better. I was like, plus, I was like, Dracula in and of itself is a love story. That's the whole point of Dracula. Yeah. You know, it's that, it's that lost love shit that I know mm-hmm. probably eats you up, you know. Yeah. And I knew that it would eat her up. And I remember loving Bram Stoker's Dracula. That movie fucking sends me places. Yeah. And we only watched the beginning. And I was like enthralled in like, like five minutes in. And Taylor's <laughs> like, I sweepy. And then she went to bed. But like, I still kind of want to just watch that because I feel like I've opened a Dracula door. Oh, the Dracula door. <laughs> but I haven't completed my entrance and closed it. You know, like. Okay. I need I need more of a good story that closes this feeling. Yeah. And then I'll be good. And I think for me, that's just, you know, good old Gary Oldman. Old Gary Oldman. I was selling. I was selling Taylor, man. I was like, dude, Keanu Reeves, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder. Cast. Like, it's so just loaded with people. Mm hmm. I'm going to go watch that like right now. (laughs) I love that movie. Yeah, I should watch that one. Have you never seen it? No, I haven't. You're going to ball like a baby, dude. <laughs> okay. Can I can I give you the beginning before we depart to like sell yeah. you? Appetize me. So it starts with how he becomes Dracula, right? Okay. So the whole premise is his their country's at war. He's, you know, like Vlad the Impaler shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he's off to fight the war. And his love is Winona Ryder. And they're like just about to be married, but they're going to wait till he gets back from the battle. So he leaves, wins the war, and somebody who hates him sends her a letter that he had died. Oh, shit. So she throws herself off a cliff and kills herself. (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) And he returns home to her having died. Fuck. In this church. And then he just like goes ballistic and crazy, renounces God and like stabs this cross in the church blood's pouring out and he just starts drinking it and that's what turns him into dracula and that's the beginning of the movie okay that's wild it's a good movie <laughs> yeah it sounds like i would like that yeah and then the whole pr- do you know why he's going to london well yeah because you're reading the book i mean yeah. that is the book like yeah the book and that movie are very hand in hand they're not exact okay but you know he is hanging out with keanu reeves Harkins, right? Harkin? Uh, Jonathan something. Yeah. 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 And his betrothed looks exactly like his wife from the 14th century or whatever. So he's like, Psh, I'm going to go steal her. You stay in my <laughs> castle and I'm <laughs> going on steal the boat. Your girl. Yeah. And then he goes to find her and then it's like a love story and it's beautiful. Vampires are about love, guys. That's why they love the stuff that's in your heart. I love that there is just like so much love in monster movies because love is kind of a monstrous thing yes yeah the wolfman is a love story yeah because love turns people into monsters it makes people do crazy things love is good guys monsters are good guys (laughs) monsters are love love is monsters Monsters love (laughs) uh but yeah yimtope approved solid seven between the both Mm -hmm. of us this is a movie you will enjoy and you won't feel complete when it's over. <laughs> yes, that's, that's a good sum of the words. Like, 
good movie because I definitely wanted to watch the events unfold. I wanted yeah. to know what would happen next. And then when they happened, what would have happened? <laughs> but then when they happened, I didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. That's whatever. What was your favorite moment? Your favorite? Did you have like a favorite emotional moment, a favorite <sighs> scary moment? My favorite moment is when they're going to throw Toby overboard and he's like, no, he moved. Mm-hmm. And he like goes to him and like when he gets burned and then he's just yeah. like laying on the ship. That's my emotional moment. Like I remember feeling so much for the captain and that kid yeah. in that moment. Like I loved that kid so much. And I was like, this I is did too. awful for him. And that's the kid from Cobweb too, right? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Looks like him. Same mop of curly hair. Yep, that's him. His name is Peter Parker in Cobweb. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> is that a secret Spider-Man movie? <laughs> the New the true horrific story. story of Spider-Man. Yeah, this is Man Spider. Um. Yeah. Okay, that is him. What a neat little kid. He's only fourteen years old, and his profile he pic in here. So He's young. like playing an electric guitar. He's gonna be a Amazing. badass little kid. He's gonna be the next Finn Wolfhard. Oh yeah. But so that was definitely that. And then I'd say my favorite moment. It's like a the favorite gore moment. Oh. Gore oh, it's definitely that dude that he just like swings by and it's just pressing him down and they're just yeah. <laughs> just fucking gulping. Yeah. yeah. Gulping. I think those are my two favorite too, honestly. I think honorable mention is uh, toward the end when Dracula's got the wings and he's coming, he like comes down and wraps uh, old Anna up and she's like pressing oh, her yeah. face against the wing. That was really Ooh, disturbing. Grody. Yeah, yeah, I didn't was like nasty. that. I didn't like that. <laughs> I was this like, movie okay, has no, good no. effects. Andre Overdahl, he's good at horror movies. He is. I still want to watch Troll Hunter. That is apparently like intense. And check this out, yo. You really wanted to see this. He didn't write it or direct it, but he was executive producer on Emma. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh, really? So he had a hand in that too. Okay. And and, yeah. and that's produced by Sam Raimi. Why aren't we watching Oh Umma? my god. That's the <laughs> one we need to watch next. Okay. That's on the list. Okay. Look 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 forward to future interlude of Emma. Yeah. We were into that and we just haven't watched it yet. Right. I kind of forgot about it. Shit, me too. <laughs> okay. Well, this was... So this movie served its purpose. Stepping stone into his back catalog of a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This movie is a stepping stone. That's what it is. I can't wait to see a new, like, high-budget movie from him like this. We'll see how yeah. it goes. We'll see. But with that, I think that is Last Voyage of the Demeter. The ship is sunk. Yeah. We're ready to set ashore in this thing. We wanted you to hear. Give it that old Dracula clap. In three, <laughs> two, one. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs>